Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. Yeah, so you guys wanted to get into my personal life here a little bit. And I've been talking about this on the radio all week that I was going to do a podcast about uh, the way that people scam you or the way that your perspective of things uh, when it comes to certain uh, companies and organizations that are in this world. And here's the thing. I'm not talking about anything local. That's the sad part, okay? And this is one of those national uh, insurance companies. And we're going to indulge into this just a little bit. So I'm going to give you the background on why I was uh, really, really uh, irritated to the point of no return on uh, Tuesday of this week. What? I'm sorry, Monday of this week, and uh, Monday was uh, December the uh, what 18th. Yep. So, all right. Uh, let me let me just give you the backstory. My daughter uh, purchased a vehicle from me that I had, um, and she's been driving it. She's been insured. Um, everything's been great, right? Everything's been good. One day, she pulls into her job, which is a parking lot on private property. And there was some lady uh, that had pulled in alongside of her on the right-hand side. She pulled in into the left-hand side, or the left side of her, and I guess this lady swung her door open from what my daughter told me and and damaged my daughter's uh, vehicle at the very front wheel well, okay? The wheel well between the wheel well and where the uh, the passenger door opens, right, in that area. So there's damage there, and there's it's pretty good damage and pretty significant. So this lady gets out of her vehicle, and, and again, this is all hearsay from what I'm hearing from my daughter, so I can't confirm or deny uh, some of this stuff. But from what my daughter said is this lady started screaming at her, look what you did to my car, yeah, 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 yeah. you're going to pay for it. And my daughter goes, hey, here's my information. Can we talk about this? I'm, I'm, I'm at work. I'm, I'm going to be late to work uh, if, I don't, uh, if I don't go right now. And so they exchanged information, whatever. Then this lady, uh, you know, called the police and filed a police report. And Emily goes, cool, that's fine. I'll talk to the police when I'm done on my shift. But I can't because I can't talk to him right now because I'm, I'm working. And I don't know if she, again, I don't know if she went out and spoke to the police when they came uh, for the uh, for the call or whatever. But basically, and again, this is all from what I'm hearing from my daughter. So she goes, the, the, the cop came out, took a report. Since this lady was parked, officially parked in the parking spot, uh, I guess they cited my daughter for the accident. And again, this is private property, and don't we live in a, you know, it's, it's, this is where I need help. And if somebody can help me explain this stuff to me, I would definitely appreciate it. If anybody wants to uh, to jump in, and uh, and because this is a bizarre story, and I'm not very familiar on how um, the whole process works with no-fault insurance. I just, I don't. So um, I've, I've heard that it's your insurance company that takes care of the damage to your vehicle, and the other person's insurance company takes care of their vehicle. Well, what this lady failed to do was to tell the uh, the police that this was a rental car that she was that she that she was in and she did not have any renter's insurance on it. She didn't have any insurance on it uh, whatsoever. So the cops cited my daughter uh, for the accident, saying that because she came in and uh, she hit the the lady's vehicle, which the lady was technically parked. Her vehicle was in park, but when she swung her door open, if my daughter would have. Uh, smoked her car, then the front, uh, the damage would be on the front end. And that's been my argument the whole time. You know, my daughter, if she would have, if she would have, the lady had her door open already. My daughter came in the parking lot. They said she came in kind of fast, and I'm sure she did because she has a lead foot. She takes after a relative of the family, not me. But so she pulls into the spot 
And if the lady had swung her door open before my daughter got into her parking spot right next to her, don't you think the damage for from the vehicle uh, with the door open would have been in the front of my daughter's vehicle, not on the side? So that tells me that's just to me that's just logic, right? Okay, and this is what really's got me pissed off um, about the whole thing. They cited my daughter for the accident. Mm, I, you know, I would have, I would have said, mm, how can you cite my daughter? Well, this lady's car was uh, turned off, is what the dumb cop said. So on top of that, my daughter is like racing into work, getting into work, to, you know, to get to work on time. And I get it; she was running late. She was on power standard time. It happens, um, and accidents do happen. But I, I strongly, strongly, if this is the, the if these are the, um, uh, you know, the uh, the truths to this case, then my daughter should be fifty percent fault, and this other lady should be fifty. 50% fault. Okay. So my daughter goes into work, comes out of work, yada, 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 does her thing, talks to the police, uh, gives them her side of the story. Um, and then, you know, is uh, the cop determines that my daughter's at fault here. And I'm like, how is my daughter at fault? Because this lady's car was in park. So automatically she's not at fault. And the damage to my daughter's vehicle, this is something I need to take to court and get an attorney on because I am red hot about this. So we're going to we're gonna skip over just a little bit here. So the vehicle was smoked uh, on the side because the door, the, the, what happened was, and, and this is logic to me, the lady swung her door open as my daughter was pulling in. They're both to blame for the accident, not my daughter solely. Second thing is this lady started calling my daughter every day or texting her, harassing her to get her the insurance information that she had to get. And I need your information because I got to file a claim against your insurance. You did this. Look what you did. You caused it. Then her husband had the fucking nuts to call me. And yes, I'm, I'm now I'm really perturbed and tell me and demand to me. I need your insurance information today, right now. And I'm like, dude, don't I go, don't come at me like that, man. I go, you don't know what I'm capable of. You know, I, I mean, I didn't say that to him, but he doesn't know what I was capable of at that point. And I was like, "Sir, we're gonna. I'm gonna figure it out. That, well, there's a police report. La 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 la. And 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 maybe my daughter's at fault for not getting a copy of the police report. Uh, the police. She called for down uh, down to the precinct or whatever. And then they told her uh, when the insurance company uh, got a hold of the report that um, that uh, she was you know clearly not at fault and it wasn't even written into the uh, you know into the police report that anybody was cited. It said nobody was cited. Then all of a sudden. And a couple months later, uh, as it's going through the process, uh, somehow this document with this accident report uh, turns to a case of my daughter was cited for the accident. And then the cop didn't want to change it. He didn't want to do anything to it. So that makes me feel, I mean, this is my personal thoughts on it. That lady had a connection with the police. And again, I'm not I'm not going crazy. And this is all hearsay. And this is all how I feel, okay? Um, so I'm running on feelings right now. I'm running on adrenaline on this whole thing. My daughter's on my insurance policy, okay? So... This lady harasses and harasses and harangues, you know, uh, just harangues my daughter. And I said, don't respond to her. Stop responding to her. If they want to respond, give them my number. They can call me and I will deal with it. And that's when her husband called me and he uh, he threw a holy hell of a fit. So I so from that point spoke with my insurance company. I said, don't pay this claim. I go, I'm going to fight this and we need to fight this progressive. Oh, I'm sorry. My insurance company. I said, we need to fight this. 
And they were like, okay, okay. So the guy was like, I'll write it up, da-da-da. Technically, your daughter's at fault because now a couple of days, a couple of weeks later or whatever it is, uh, you know, the insurance or the, uh, I'm sorry, the police report says that your daughter was at fault. And I'm like, okay, but that was not what was in the original document with the uh, with the police department. And again, my daughter never got the freaking document from the police department when the accident happened, or we'd have a clear-cut case of, look, you know, he, he said he said it one day, and a couple of weeks later, all of a sudden he's saying something else. Like now, my daughter's at fault. So, but she didn't have that. So that's you know that's on her. Um, so that's something that she's going to have to eat and claim. The other problem I have is this 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 goes deep. So um, I, I spoke with my insurance adjuster a couple of different times, and he's like, "Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna pay this out yet. We'll figure it out as soon as we figure it out. What's going on? We will get a hold of you." That's what the guy at the insurance company said. We will call you. We will even, we'll, however, we're going to get to you and we're going to let you know before we make a final decision or as we're making a final decision, uh, whether to pay this uh, money out to this lady to get her door fixed or not. And I kept telling him this lady said she did not have it. She kept telling my daughter because Emily was truthful with me. Um, and she said, she told my daughter, I don't have rental insurance on this vehicle, on this rental car that I've got. So she goes, I have coverage otherwise on my own vehicle, but not on this rental car. And that's why the lady was so adamant that my daughter get the insurance claim going as quickly as possible, because this lady had to turn that car back in, you know, real quick. So she sounds shady as hell. I, to, to me, she does. She sounds shady as hell. And then her uh, her husband got involved and, you know, he's demanding stuff from me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, so I wait, I made him wait a couple more days before we got our insurance information to him. And I'm like, but we shouldn't have to give you our insurance information. They gave us her information for her insurance company, the lady, you know, the, the other lady. But, um, you know, they gave it to us right away. And I was like, you know what? Look, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working. Uh, I'm out of town. I mean, I, I had something going on back in last February. I don't remember exactly, but I know I just wasn't around to be able to actively uh, take care of the situation in in the 30 minutes after the accident deal, you know. And uh, so it was a couple couple weeks later, I finally got this information to this guy. And I says, but you can't file a claim against us because I go, my daughter's not at fault. And he goes, well, the, the accident report claims that she was. And again, my daughter, and it's not, I can't do it, but my daughter had to have been, been the one to go get a copy of the police report since she was technically on the, on the, uh, listed as the, uh, the person that supposedly hit this other lady. So this lady doesn't have insurance and the insurance company goes, we're going to have to pay out $3,600. My insurance company said, we're going to, you know, we, we potentially might have to pay out $3,600 to get this lady's, uh, rental car fixed. And I'm like, yeah, but she didn't have insurance on it. She admitted that. And I think she admitted it to the police too. So I don't know. I don't I don't know. Maybe she didn't. I don't know. I've never seen a copy of the police report. So I'm just, you know, hopefully I'm not confusing the crap out of people. But um, long story longer is that this lady um, ended up going to my insurance company and saying something to them like, I need this money. I need this money now. I need to pay this. It just needs to get paid. I need to get the vehicle back. Yeah. So this lady sounded desperate. She sounded like she's making stories up. Um, I, apparently she was because my daughter was 100% truthful with me. And I told her, I go, no matter what happens, uh, Emily, just be truthful. You have to be truthful because this stuff can get legal and we can, you know, this could get really nasty. And if you're not telling me the 100% truth, she goes, dad, I'm telling you the truth. So I drilled my daughter on that a few times. So I believe her when she said she was telling me the truth of everything. So the problem now exists that now there's a possible insurance claim against my insurance 
for this lady who sla- who pulled her door open and hit, my daughter came in at the same time in the parking spot next door and this lady scraped I mean it was not scraped but she swung her, she had to have swung her door open because my daughter was already into the lot or into the spot and the damage again was done to just above the uh, the front wheel well towards the back of the front of the wheel well on the front passenger side Again, if my daughter would have been, you know, if you could have cited her, if the if the damage to the vehicle, if this lady had her door open already, and my daughter came in and smashed it up, and the front of my daughter's vehicle would have been smashed up, totally different story. Daughter at fault, pay for it. Now you got to learn your lesson. You got to pay the premium. So here's the deal. Uh, my wife and I have been with the same insurance company since 1996. Okay, we've had auto insurance through them. I've had uh, medical insurance through them at one point. Not medical. Uh, what do they call that? Um, uh, uh, what a life insurance to them. Thank you. Um, and then I've also uh, I've had a homeowners and renters insurance through them for several years. 1996, I've been with this group, right? And I'm like, we've never had an accident like this. The last time my wife or I got a citation for anything was it had to have been at least a decade. So we've had we got a clean record, right? And with my daughter added on since she was 16 at the time to our auto owners uh, our auto insurance policy, uh, you know our, our rates went from like 250 a month, and we have full coverage on our vehicles, uh, both vehicles, and then we have a homeowner's policy with them as well, and then we added the third car to it, my daughter's vehicle. So the premiums went to 336 a month. So it only went up like forty dollars to my daughter a month. She was able to handle that, pay that you know portion of her insurance because she should. Now people go, well, Dad, you should just absorb her insurance. No, she is an adult and she needs to be an adult and take start taking the stuff little by little. There's other stuff that I cover for my daughter. That's a whole different story. I don't want to get into that right now. But <clears throat> then all of a sudden. Uh, we don't hear anything from the insurance guy, the adjuster. I call him, I call him, no response back. I call Progressive, uh, our insurance company, and you know they're like, well, it's still pending. We haven't heard anything. And I said, now, did he put a note in there that you guys are to notify me that I, I, I am not just requesting, but I am saying you need to notify me before you make a final decision or as you're making a final decision on whether to pay this lady's uh, thing out or not. So they never did that. Okay. All of a sudden, let's fast forward now. December 18th, 2023, I get an email, which is not unusual every month for my premiums and stuff, you know, from, from Progressive Insurance uh, email. And I open it and it says, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're due for auto renewal. Uh, December 22nd is when the new six-month policy kicks into place. And your premiums due at that time will be $501 and like some change. And I just, I was like, this has got to be a mistake. So I called uh, Progressive and they said, yeah, we paid that claim out back in uh, July. They gave me some some bogus date in July uh, that they paid the claim out. Not bogus, but they, they gave me the date in July. They paid it out. So I'm, I'm sitting here going, okay, wait a minute. You guys, and I told this to the, uh, to the uh, gentleman that I spoke with uh, for my insurance company. I was like, so wait a minute. You guys don't have any notes in your uh, system saying that you were not, you know, I needed you to contact me as you were making a decision to pay this out or not, or if you weren't going to pay it out or not. You know, um, you guys were supposed to get a hold of me. And the guy goes, Yeah, we don't have any of that information on our file. So this guy that worked for Progressive that originally took the claim, I guess he quit or something, didn't, maybe didn't keep good files. So now here's the deal we are stuck paying $501 a month for auto insurance, which one, 
I've had Progressive since 1996, okay? I'm going to say it again. And I'm an Emerald member, and the only benefit that I get from being a part of their fucking club, and I'm, I'm just, I'm really pissed now, uh, but the only thing I get is I get to move to the head of the line whenever I call the 800 number. That is it. I don't get any other discounts or anything like that. I mean, I get multi-car discounts, homeowner's policy discounts, uh, you know, life insurance discounts that we all run through uh, this insurance company. But... The lady that I spoke with uh, on uh, on Tuesday, uh, and I'm putting this in, I'm putting this as a date marker, December nineteenth uh, from Progressive. She told me the, the claims adjuster. She's like, well, sir. She goes, this is what it says in the police report. And if the police report said she was at fault, because uh, well, well, no. Here's the deal. She was not at fault. She was not cited in the police report. I found that out recently. Okay, it's not in the police report. That she was cited, although I was told that from my insurance company. So I asked my insurance company if they could send me a copy of that. Guess what? They failed to send me a copy of it. That's I'm just I'm I'm giving you I'm, this is the truth from my perspective. Okay, from from everything that I've experienced uh, with this whole this whole issue here. So um, so. I guess maybe she she was or was not at fault. And then the lady at uh, Progressive Insurance was like the uh, the claims adjuster. She told me again yesterday. Well, sir, if there was a vehicle parked in a private parking lot, if the engine was off, the person that came up or whatever is automatically the one that we have to assume is responsible for this accident. Because legally, according to the police, they don't have to issue a citation and. Uh, apparently this cop did not. And then two weeks later he did. And I just, I don't get this. I, I feel like we're being taken advantage of now. My daughter, you know, if she was at fault for the accident, again, the damage would have been in the front of the damn vehicle. Okay. Not on the side of the vehicle because this lady apparently swung her door open after my daughter went into the lot. Right. Okay, so my daughter was pulling into the lot. This lady swung the door open. Boom, hit it right there. Or it, the damage would have been right in the very front of the vehicle. And I kept trying to tell this to the insurance people. And, I, and the lady goes, well, where are you getting this information? I'm like, uh, it's called fucking common sense. <laughs> it's common sense. If you pull into a lot, okay, and there's a vehicle there and their door is wide open and my daughter were to smash the door off, the damage would not be on the side of the vehicle. It would be in the front. And I'm trying to explain this to this uh, to this lady at the insurance company. And she's just like, she goes, well, I understand. No, you don't understand because I've had to say it six or seven times. I go, then why is my daughter responsible for this accident 100%? The other lady should be 50-50. Now let's move on to this part of it. And by the way, her response was, I don't know. We'll have to look into it. We'll have to get back to you. Okay, whatever. So at this point, I'm just like, I just, I'm 27 years with this company, and I'm just like, it's time to go. And so I've been looking around, looking around. My daughter and I have been looking around. Wife's been helping us look. And uh, we're pretty close to, to nailing uh, uh, something else here. But after 27 years, we're going to get treated like this? And then after one simple accident that paid $3,600 out, my insurance is going to go up by almost $200 a month? A month. We're paying $6,000 a year for auto insurance now. And, you know, I told my daughter, you're going to have to be responsible for this, whether you have your own policy. I might have to drop you off my policy or I'm going to have to cancel with a and go with somebody else totally, which I've been looking around and maybe I don't know. Well, we're going to see uh, where things shake out on the sub subject here. But so wouldn't that get your blood pressure up? OK, wouldn't that get your blood pressure up? Now, if I'm wrong, please call me out and say, yeah, dude, you are wrong. Here's the facts or here. Here's the law. Here's this. Here's that. And I don't need any uh, lawyer advice, but. 
Uh, I am just, I'm so done with this insurance company who didn't follow through on anything that they said they would. Second of all, uh, not doing an investigation. Well, the investigation, according to Progressive Insurance, is if this lady's engine was off, I'm like, I don't give a good damn if it's, if her, uh, you know, if her lawnmower was part of the, you know, part of the accident. If It doesn't matter if her lawnmower is off. She swung her door open as my daughter was pulling in. They're both at fault 50-50. Fault them and cite them the right way. So, and I, again, I don't understand why the police here uh you know in the original police report did not cite my daughter uh and then a couple of weeks later in the in the uh thing they cited her according to the report accident the accident report which makes me feel like this lady who she hit apparently uh has somebody in the back pocket i don't know it's a theory i don't know there's no facts to that this is just totally me spouting right now so anyways that's my podcast for right now um, with with that situation. Now, the other issue I have, real quick, is this lady did not have renter's insurance or any kind of insurance on the rental vehicle that she was driving. And whose fault is that? You know, is that why should we have to pay for her freaking door in total? Dude, I, I will go to the grave with this. If you hit a, again, I'm not going to say it again. Oh, I'll say it one more time. But if you hit a vehicle in a parking lot and you take off their door, the damage is going to be in the front of the vehicle, not on the side. This lady swung her door open as my daughter was pulling in. I I don't even know who he is. Um, also, the uh, the other thing I don't understand is this lady's lying. She was she was hounding my daughter for insurance information, like right now, right now, right now, right now. A lot of about a lot about everything in this case does not make any sense. So I'm ready to dump uh, my insurance company after 27 years because they hadn't they didn't do anything to help us. It's, it's not like they even went to bat for us, going, "Well, we'll do an investigation." Well, our investigation found out the lady's engine was off. So yeah, I guess your your daughter's at fault. That's horse. It really is. So sorry for all the swearing. Sorry for all the uh, just coming unglued here. And it's all before the holidays, too. So uh, what advice would you give in this case? What could we do to change this? Not have to deal with this this increase so much? You know, I mean, that's that's got, that's a lot of money. And my daughter works, you know, and she works, but she can't afford another $200 every month. For crying out loud, that's another, what, $2,400 a month that's, or a year that's got to come out of her pocket. And for what? I mean, I, I want to argue this. Do I go to court? Do I get an attorney? What do I do? Help me uh, help me resolve this if you can. The holidays are here. Hey, uh, seriously, though, uh, I was just griping. I was just bitching and complaining about this. But have a very, very good holiday, everybody. All right? Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Whatever holiday you celebrate. Or if you don't celebrate the holidays, have a great time with family and friends uh, during this uh, last uh, couple of weeks of December. I'm out for now, you guys. Thank you very much for listening to me spout. And we'll talk to you next time. Actually, it'll be a couple of weeks because I'm taking a quick hiatus and then we'll come back fresh sometime in January with season three, believe it or not, season three of In the Life of Sean Powers. Take care. God bless. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to mymichiganpodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.